the Rise Higher podcast has been designed to help you rise on your down days and go even higher on your good days. Let's rise higher together. Hi, Rise Hires. Today is all about who do you need to become to have that great relationship, to have that great marriage or to meet that great person that you really want to be with. There's so much focus on what the other person needs to have or not have. But today we're going to look at what do we need, who do we need to become to to have those things that we want, to have that experience of fulfillment in our marriage, that closeness, that connection, to be able to meet somebody that we really want. How do we how do we be the person to attract that, to create that? It's a huge subject because it's so easy to look outside of ourselves and, you know, wh- where do we find love? We, we often look outside of ourselves for other things to make us happy and for other people and things to create that feeling of love. But what this is doing and what, as you know, I'm a student of A Course in Miracles, what that really gets you to do fundamentally is to always go within and as I'm actually looking at a book now Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh he says if I don't go within I go without so it's so easy to say we want this that and the other but we always have to circle back and think what what are we doing so who are we being if we want to have that business if we want to have that partner if we want our life to take off who are we being and are we being that person that will attract that and create it? So, like I said, it's a huge subject and often we're taught to look without at things we can buy, things we can achieve externally. But as you know, with me, we always work from the inside out. And if you've got a copy of the book by now, More Than A Mindset, and you're probably over halfway through, it's the... A third missing piece, the heart. So it's okay to do all the mind work and, you know, to visualise this new partner and visualise how your marriage might be better. You know, you might have more sex, you might have more connection. But often we can have so many blockages around our hearts that stop us from going inside in the first place because it can feel too painful through what we've been through in the past. Or we, we almost forget about this part of us Again, we're sort of taught to lead by our heads and what do you think over what do you feel? And as women, we're more about feelings, we're more connected to our hearts and what's going on here. Now, this is where it gets really interesting. And like I said, in the the third missing piece, the heart, we go through an exercise that's actually from the Course in Miracles. The course, like I said, is all about retraining us from a thought system based on fear to a thought system based on love. And if love sounds a bit too fluffy and almost easy and a cop-out, people can claim that if you're a student of the course, you're almost copping out of life and you're taking the easy route. I don't really know how they come to that conclusion because if you do the workbook which is a lesson a day for 365 days if you do that work you end up realizing how much work it takes to clear yourself and to clear those blockages it's it's a daily 
exercise, it's a daily practice and sometimes it can be hour by hour. You know what it's like sometimes when you're feeling high one minute and then 10 minutes later you can be tired and thinking quite negatively and what it does, it trains your whole physical, mental, emotional body to not go up and down like we're on a roller coaster. It sort of trains those muscles to react differently. So we act from a place of centeredness and groundedness instead of reacting all the time. And that that's the real joy that I get from being a student of the course that yes, it's hard work in that you've got to be disciplined, but you know, you the, the benefits that come from it are that you, you start to create instead of try and make so instead of making things happen you sort of come to this nice creation place instead and whenever you start to feel the anxiety build and that those negative thoughts and feelings you find that you can change yourself a lot easier because you're in control of yourself that's the whole purpose it's about going within so going within and asking the question who do I need to become in order to have that great relationship or meet that amazing person that's what we're going to look at today and like I said the lesson that's in the course is the first step that we're going to work through so getting nice and comfy and maybe have a sip of water take a deep breath and then I just want you to think about somebody or something in your life where you've got some sort of grievance against. So think of neighbours, think of family, children, husband, wife. Think of anybody that you know online, that you see online, anybody in your Facebook groups, any groups that you're part of, and somehow they seem to trigger you. Maybe you had an argument with somebody, a disagreement. Maybe you've completely fallen out with somebody. Maybe it's just somebody irritates you and you don't even know why. So think of that person now. And if there's more than one, that's fine. And if there's a million of people, millions of people, that's fine too. When I first started to do this exercise, like I say in the book, I was so almost disappointed with myself and surprised that nearly everybody I could think of came with some sort of a grievance, something where there was just something that wasn't right. And taking this into an intimate relationship, if we start to create those barriers around our hearts, then we start to build walls around us and we wonder why we lose connection with people and the honeymoon period disappears and the spark goes. So thinking of the people that came to mind or the person and imagine now how much mental energy that drains from you each day. Now I found myself this morning, I'd done all my morning practice, I'd done my breathing, I'd meditated, I'd done my forgiveness work, I'd said my prayers and I'd visualised my day like I wanted it to go. That's my general routine. It used to take hours and be really tiring and now it's a really neat routine and it really gets my energy in a great state for the day ahead. So I'd done all that and then I got up and this is how sly our mind can be. This is why I say more than a mindset 
because we've got to go past the mind. The mind is like a trickster. It's like it pretends, the ego within us pretends to be our self-protection and our friend, that it's looking out for us and protecting us. But it's actually not, it's keeping us down. And I literally went from my room where I do my morning practice and I went into the kitchen, which isn't a million miles away. And I found myself for about 10 minutes sort of worrying and thinking about somebody that I had a bit of a grievance against. Now, this person doesn't even know that I had this grievance against them. And this is why this daily work in the course is so important because it's not like we do this work and we're an enlightened master and then we never need to do it ever, ever again. It's a daily practice. And it's not about beating ourselves up for thinking negatively about somebody. It's just having that awareness that we do it. You know, we're not Jesus, we're not Buddha. We're not enlightened masters yet. We're on our way to becoming that. And in the process, we're going to notice times when we drop. So I was thinking in my head, all these bitchy things. Um, And it was sort of along the lines of feeling a bit disgruntled by what this person had done. And it, it must have been about 10 minutes. I'm walking around the kitchen, I'm making breakfast, I'm getting everything ready. And then I caught myself. And you know, in those moments where you catch yourself and you just think, no, no, I, I don't want to be thinking this anymore. This isn't hurting anybody but me. It's not hurting the person that I've got this grievance against who doesn't even know it. It's hurting me. And that's one of the things the course says that when you're holding a grievance against somebody, it's like you're holding a sword above the head, but it doesn't fall on their head. It actually falls on yours because it's impacting us. Our thoughts are impacting us and they bring us down and they create what we don't want. So the first step is to be aware of when we get to this place, when we're holding grievances. And then the whole philosophy of the course is all about forgiveness. So the person we always forget to forgive is ourselves. So we say, okay, I'm willing to forgive. You know, I want to forgive myself. I forgive myself for feeling like this. I choose to see the good instead. So we ask for like the next best thought or feeling. We might not go from feeling a little bit of resentment and anger to completely being in love with this person, but we go to the next best place, which might be to just think about one good thing that we actually like about that person. Well, actually, they've done this, this and this. And it's interesting that when we switch our attention from everything that we don't like about them and everything we think they've done to what good they have within them, it's mad to to see how much the good there is actually in that person. And it's us that's been creating the block. Now, again, one of the lessons is that we're all joined. So we all know instinctively, whether we're aware of it or not, We all, it's, the course says all minds are joined, which sounds a bit esoteric, but thinking about it logically, you know, when you walk into a room and you just feel the energy, you feel if people have been talking about you, you feel it. You know, it's that feeling, that intuitive gut feeling where you just, you read a room, you read a conversation. You might be with somebody that's trying to sell you something and you just read, you know, that they're trying to sell you something. And it just feels 
weird, you know, you just know because all minds are joined, we all know we're all functioning on the same sort of plane. And that's why if I'm holding a resentment against my husband, for example, for something he's done, he might not be able to consciously understand the grievance I'm holding, but he knows something's going on. And that's why this work is so powerful on changing everything because we're changing from the inside out and we're becoming aware of all the thoughts that are negative and all the feelings that are keeping us down and we're saying, right, we're going to do something different about it. We're going to take action. So the first one is the awareness, like I say, of working out, finding out, understanding who we're holding that grievance against. And then we move on to the forgiveness of ourselves for thinking that and then potentially to the other person that we're thinking about forgiving them this person might have done nothing wrong they might just annoy us this person might have done something terrible against us but it's forgiving us if if it's us that's holding a grievance and it's forgiving the other person for their part whatever they did and I remember going through this situation where I kept wanting to try and forgive myself, but then I'd hold on to the guilt of what I'd done at the same time. And I remember my teacher at the time said, once you've asked for forgiveness, once you've, you know, atoned, said you're sorry for what you've done, and you've apologised, whether you needed to do it face to face or just within yourself, then you do that and then you move on. But again, the ego wants us to stay in the guilt and those feelings. I mean, guilt's one of the worst negative feelings, isn't it? But the ego wants us to stay in that space and dwell there. Again, trying to keep us safe, protecting us. But ultimately, it's stopping us from experiencing love. And that's the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is love within ourselves and for other people. But when we've got all of these grievances and all this craziness going on within, then it's like we're building a big brick wall in front of us so we can't let love in and then we don't give it out. And then one of the one of the lessons, this is I know this is going about the whole Course in Miracles, but one of the lessons is when we're feeling whole and when we're in a really great space and we know we're connected, we know we're powerful, we know that we can do anything and we're the creators of our life, then it reverses all the laws of the world. So everything that we believe in restrictions of time, space, distance and limits of any kind might be limits to what we think we can achieve. You know, the ego tells us, well, you've not got enough followers, you've not got enough connections, you've not got enough social influence this is saying that when we're when we're we've done this forgiveness work and we're in a position of love and we're allowing love in and we're giving love out and that's when we are in our power we can manifest and the power of the whole universe is available to us in that moment and there is nothing the power of love cannot do it can remove pain it can remove sorrow it can remove problems, it can reconnect us to ourselves and not only does it help us, it helps other people too. And it almost, it can sound quite woo-woo, really like the power of love can, can change and make miracles, 
Well, yes, it can. The problem is that we don't see miracles every day because we're in and out of love. So one minute we're feeling love towards somebody, the next we hold it back for the smallest insignificant reasons at times. Okay, some of it, you you know, we can justify as being, you know, we should withhold love. But sometimes it can just be, we don't like what somebody said or we don't agree with somebody. So we almost sort of shut our hearts to them. And this giving love, not giving love, giving it, stop giving it, it takes us out of alignment and then we wonder why life's hard and it isn't working for us the way we want it to. If we can come back constantly throughout the day and remember how powerful we are and how much baggage we can let go of, all the grievances, all the unforgiveness, then we can come back to that grounded centeredness, that place of love and Again, if if your conscious mind is now saying this woman is crazy, love is too simple, then I guess it depends how long issues and problems have been reoccurring in your life for whether you're willing to give it a go or not. I got to a place where my life wasn't working on a number of levels and I'd heard about the course and I knew about the concepts and the principles, forgiveness, love... But it all just sounded a bit a bit easy, a bit too good to be true. But I got to this darkest before dawn moment where I thought I'd tried everything else. You know, I'd, I'd gone without and I'd gone and I'd bought everything that I thought would make me happy and make me feel secure and good enough. And I got to this place where I still felt that emptiness and that, you know, I kind of knew now that nothing in the external world was going to fill that void within that's the point and I knew I needed to become somebody who would let the past go would let the grievances go and as much as it it was hard at times to give love and to receive it that can be even harder sometimes to let it in then I had to become this new person where I would start to react differently and I would start to show up differently And we sort of wait for our life to take off and wait for problems and situations to turn around. But it's up to us to make the change. It's who are we going to become in order to create that life. And if you can sit quietly and ask yourself that question, you know, what's your vision for your life? What's your vision for your relationships? And sit quietly and ask yourself those questions of who do I need to become in order to transform that relationship? Who do I need to become in order to have that business, that success? Who do I need to become to have that peace of mind? That, oh, that feeling where, you know, you just feel at one with the world. Who do I need to become? And often there's nothing that we need on the external it's all about clearing up the internal. And that's why there's a whole section in the book, More Than a Mindset, because we can do the, the mental work. You know, mindset is the key, mindset is the key. That's all I kept hearing. And I would do the affirmations, I'd do the mental work, but I still had all of these barriers around me. And it's only when you start to remove these barriers that the the mindset work really sinks in and that's when it becomes powerful. 
because it's it's more than a mindset. We've got to go beyond the mind. The mind that we've been trained to think with is focused on fear, lack, limitation, what might go wrong, what is wrong, what's wrong with somebody else, how they're not good enough, blaming other people, blaming the world. And, you know, it's about coming back to, always coming back to ourselves, always looking at ourselves, coming back to who do we need to become again, you know? Who do we need to become in order to have that life that we know is possible, to have those relationships that we know is possible? It's through forgiveness. It's through clearing the blocks. It's through letting the past go, which then naturally, you know, we don't need to go out and find more love in the world. We don't need to create more love. We're already our love. We're just blocking the experience And like I said before, how long do we want to keep blocking that experience for? How much more pain and suffering do we want to go through before we can give love fearlessly and receive it back? And obviously there's things that have gone on in the past that stop us from doing that. You know, there's experiences as as children, as adults. You know, we've all been in relationships that have caused us pain. We might have let people down. People might have let us down. But it's how much how much of that baggage do we want to bring into every moment? Because as you know, we're creating more of the same each day. And that's not a peaceful, loving place to live from. Unless you like that kind of thing and you want to keep creating more. But if you're listening to a podcast called The Rise Higher Podcast, then it tells me that you want to rise higher. You want your relationships to rise higher. You want your work, your mission, your career, your your money to rise higher. And our preferred life, the life that we know deep down we're capable of living and creating, it's all possible when we're centred and grounded in love. So, if your ego is telling you love is too easy then let's get straight into a meditation and go past the mind and we'll go straight down into the heart and clear the blockages. So as ever, sit somewhere where you're comfy, you won't be disturbed and just let yourself get into the meditation. Breathe nice and deeply, get yourself nice and warm and I will see you on the other side. Okay, so... With your eyes closed, take your focus within. It helps to focus on your heart and breathe in through your nose, fill your belly, expand and exhale and release. Inhale through your nose and exhale and release and now bring to mind a situation, a time, an experience where you felt amazing, you felt so much love it could be when you met your partner it could be when you had your first child and you held them for the first time in your arms. 
It could be a moment where you achieve something and you felt so happy, so much love for yourself, maybe so much love for somebody else. And feel that feeling throughout your body. Really soak it in. Now bring to mind somebody who irritates you, annoys you, somebody that's hurt you or let you down. The first person that came to mind is the one. Now whatever they've done, however badly they've hurt you, it doesn't mean to say you'll let them do it again. Imagine forgiving them. Imagine having so much compassion for that person that hurt you. That you're willing to forgive. And if it's somebody that's irritating you and they've actually done nothing wrong, imagine having so much compassion for yourself that you drop down into negativity and fear instead of love. Because everybody is acting and reacting from their wounds. You know, the people that hurt us are acting from their wounds and they've hurt us along the way. And if we act out without love, then it's because we're acting from our wounds. And that compassion for ourselves and others can absolutely transform our life. If it's an ex-partner, it doesn't mean to say, we'll give them the keys back and they can move back in. But it means that we're willing to move on we're willing to let the pain go, knowing that somehow, some way, they've treated us like that, they've hurt us because something that happened to them. And we can forgive easier and we can let go. Imagine this weight, this baggage, these negative thoughts and feelings being removed from your shoulders, being removed from your life. And instead your heart grows, it triples in size. And that love that you felt before gets even deeper, even stronger. Anybody that you're holding a grievance against that you think negatively about, imagine just seeing the good instead and letting the rest go. Knowing that this will impact your life, this will change your life. See your heart grow. It's getting bigger and bigger and you're feeling better and better. And now imagine that you're going through your day and suddenly your mood drops. 
suddenly you start thinking about somebody or gossiping about somebody or just thinking negatively about something or someone. And then see yourself becoming super aware. Oh, you've caught it. You've caught that negative cycle. You forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for having these thoughts and you forgive the other person. You go back to that feeling from the beginning of love and you feel it move throughout your body and you let go because you know that the more you let go, the more you forgive, the better your life will work the better your life will be. See yourself being that strong, confident person that knows when to say no and has the confidence to say yes when she needs to. See yourself acting in a way that you've always wanted to act calm, confident. See yourself treating people with love and people treating you back the same. See your life working. In all areas your life is now working. Breathe in that feeling of love. Whenever you need it, there's so much love within your heart. You don't need it from anything or anyone else. There's so much love in your heart, it can heal you and the entire world. It's safe to feel love. And whenever you need to, whenever you feel your mood drop, come back to this place within you. Feel the love within your heart, feel it extend throughout your body and into the world. And when you're ready, start to bring your attention back into your body. Inhale deeply, and exhale fully and when you're ready come back into the room now that was pretty deep and you might need some fresh air or a walk or a good drink of water or a nice cup of tea um, just give yourself a little shake shake your body a little bit Come back into the room, ground yourself and just remember how powerful you are. You've just connected into that power and whenever you're feeling down, whenever you're feeling weak, whenever you're feeling in a negative state towards anyone or anything, 
and you think you need something from outside, go within and find everything you need. That's when you become the person that can create everything that you truly want. And as ever, let me know how you get on, share it with anybody that you think would benefit. And as I say, the book More Than A Mindset is available on Amazon and Kindle now. And there'll be another episode of the Rise Higher podcast next week. Have a great week, everyone. See you soon.